0: Let's just go back into the Justin verse for a moment. I can see it in my eyes.
1: You have tunnel vision. So,
0: similar to the to the predictions I've had of the past with like what I wanted to happen with. Um, homecoming back in the day, you know, I, I gave you my pitch for – well, not homecoming. It was uh, far from home. I gave yes. you my pitch way back in the day. how I wanted Childish Gambino to be in there. But I have another one. Mm. So, listen, imagine, if you will, that end of Hawkeye, right? Or maybe not, this is just a scene. This is how we get introduced to Echo, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, see a a girl on the floor. She has a hearing aid in. She's playing with some toys,
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: right? Watching TV. Something happens really cool, right? Let's say, maybe she's watching like a Bruce Lee movie on TV. Right? She gets up and she starts mimicking the Bruce Lee movements. Mm-hmm. Camera pans backwards. You see you see a guy in a big chair sitting. Mm. You see the the back of the camera here. It's pulling back, pulling back from the side, right? We're gonna say maybe first quarter of the camera view. So, like right here, we see the, the armchair start to come in. We see a hand on the armchair. He has he has a big ring on. He has a couple rings, right? He pulls back, pulls back. You see a suit. He pulls back, pulls back, pulls back. You see bald head. Mm. Pulls back a little more. He gets up, goes closer to his daughter. You know, camera keeps pulling back, keeps pulling back. Turns around, picks her up. He walks towards the camera, and it's Vincent D'Onofrio and fade to black. Echo title card right there.
1: I want to add something to that though. Purple ascot. That's it. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll give that. Purple
1: ascot.
0: So, I feel like that'd be a great way. It would be super cool. It would be. Um, yeah. We don't. I, I just way think way. it
1: would be, dope. be like. Let's say they do something like that. That means these characters are alive from the Netflix Source, especially Bullseye, because that was a really cool Bullseye. Um, yeah, I, I'm with it. I'm just, I just want my characters to be alive. I would love, yep. and I, I hate going back to this, but I would love to see Luke Cage as a boss. Like, I would love to see that dynamic because the way it ended, he, he took over the, the club. So mm. I think that puts him at a higher status. So I'm at, like everyone, like, you know, Marshall Ali's character was uh, a boss, but like he was. He, I was upset that he died so quick. Like, a lot of people were, but hey, it made room for something better, and we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, so Luke Cage at that high uh, high of a power, especially being invulnerable, that makes him very – more. it makes him menacing. But I wonder if he is going to – or if they had made another scene, would he have played a, a guy acting bad but actually doing good things? Um, I feel
0: like that's what it would go to because yeah. at the, in his heart, he's a good guy, right?
1: You know, sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas.
0: So I'm excited. I mean, you know, Echo Echo could be something cool. We got to watch Hawkeye 1st Um some too,
1: actually, right? It's like next week.
0: Yeah, I think it's next week. Yeah. And then next one after that, Spider-Man Freshman Year. Ooh. So I have a feeling that we're going to get this quirky. We didn't see any stills or anything. So we it is animated. We don't know the animation style. I have to imagine it's going to be similar to What If. I think it's gonna follow that animation. Animation, Um, yeah.
1: I would like uh, it to be different though, but yeah.
0: It would be great if it was, but it wouldn't surprise me if it followed that. Um, And then I think it'll be. It would be great to see him in the homemade suit. See how he makes the homemade suit. You know, it is freshman year. We will see him. We'll see the spider bite. Uh, You know, we'll see all the origin stuff. I'm assuming we'll see Uncle Ben dying, like. We'll get the the traditional Spider-Man story that we know and love.
1: It could be, and I'm also thinking because if, if leaning towards the family friendly, we'll know down the and we don't have to see it. Um, they're gonna if because sometimes when it comes to the cartoons, it seems like it's an advertisement for the movie. So they're like, okay, yeah. seen Spider-Man, you know, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, and and if everyone's seen. Uh, uh, toby's and andrew garfield like if you've seen that you don't need to see it if it's going in the fr- family-friendly direction we don't need to see that depth but yeah we, I we hope it's on.
0: not too family-friendly to be honest i, I want it really to be a little more more like like pg-13 instead of pg you know like i want to see some yeah, action PG in it
1: pretty good pg like if you don't want it g because I think, I guess, I think like the 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 current or the Spider Man one that was out. I forget the name of the Spider Man show, the, the more recent one. That was like I said, it it didn't have any uh, not adult themes, but uh, I'll say adult themes. It didn't have any a, a lot of adult, adult themes, and uh, sure. like when it comes to certain concepts, not like specifically uh, raunchy.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I yeah. I don't think, I don't think it'll be too deep where like, we're going to be dealing with a lot of emotional things. I would like to see, though, um,
1: Uncle Ben. I, I want to see Symbio. I want to see like even that aspect.
0: Even if it starts off with him, like we don't see the death or anything, even if the show starts off Uncle Ben's funeral. Like if the opening that is frame pretty, that is, is them like yeah. at the grave or leaving the funeral.
1: That is pretty deep in itself.
0: Like that, you know, you, we don't have to see anything wild, but we can see. I want to see Peter Parker's emotions because we got to remember we we don't know tom holland's uh peter parker we don't know his origin right we get the the basic points right we know he got bitten by the spider we know uncle ben's dead did he play a role in uncle ben's death we have to remember that's a big thing with spider-man in all of spider-man's comic or movie related that's true that's a huge impacting moment in spider-man's career
1: mm-hmm.
0: is when he realizes he was the issue that killed his father figure so we have to see that, I think.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Even if it's just the emotional toll. Like I can understand Disney and Marvel not wanting to implicate him directly in the death. But to see him dealing with, you know, growing up, emotions and hormones on top of dealing with the fact that he just lost someone.
1: Yeah. They have so I want the, to see uh, that. Know, to we're
0: getting tastes taste of that with Iron Man, right? But I want to see how it affected him and why it got him started on the Spider-Man route. So yes. I'm hoping that's what freshman year is about. I can see it being super cool. Like will I can see us getting nods to um, like Toby Maguire's Spider-Man, right? When he's like designing the suit. Like I can see things happening in that way and progressing normally. Um, So I, that's what I want out of it. I feel like that's the most logical way to go about Uh, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, quippy, you know, have these jokes and stuff like that. But I want to see good action. Yep. I can't imagine the villain aspect, though. It's it's weird because obviously they don't want to step on the toes of the newer stuff that's coming out. And we're getting teased Sinister Six stuff, right? And we can't get a big-time villain because he's still freshman year. Um, I can see him taking down like some street thugs, you know, yeah. like maybe like going towards like, um, tombstone or yeah.
1: spectacular Spider-Man tombstone was the, one of the main villains, or uh, overarching villains. Like you had, uh, shocker who was like there as well. See, they can't have shocker. They can't have shocker.
0: Shocker was in homecoming.
1: Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They can't, they
0: can't touch on anyone that's, that's come. So I can – Tombstone or Hammerhead. Hammerhead's like, you know, he's an Yeah, old Hammerhead
1: villain. was not Spectacular Spiderman. I'm trying Hydro. to think of all the – yeah, but I see what you're saying.
0: They can't do Hydro, man. There's a lot of people that they can't do, and that's what's going to limit this with, like, villains. So I can't imagine it'll be a Villain of the Week thing, you know? I think it'll be very linear, and we'll – what I'm hoping is that we're going to deal with the initial him getting bit – um, uncle Ben dying and then kind of him going into easing into doing good with his powers. So, you know, we, we see that he wasn't this Spider-Man anyway, isn't too motivated by like Mary Jane or outside factors. Right. Because that's what Spider-Man was all about. He wanted to make money. Originally yeah. that was the concept, you know, Tobey Maguire, he you know wanted to make money to buy a car to impress MJ. Uh, Old comics, he want, He was using his powers to kind of just be a sideshow and make money. And, you know, he got into the wrestling thing and then Uncle Ben died. So I don't know how they're going to fit that in. But, you know, teenage kid, you want to make some money. You want to do some things. And I can see being a kid, you just kind of like messing around with this incredible gift you were given. And then something goes wrong
1: because we'll go you're movie. not I mature enough. Too. Like he would have to earn the quote like – yeah yeah that's i think that would be the theme it's like he will finally realize that maybe at the end of the season and then then
0: that that quote i can actually see this time around coming from aunt may instead of uncle ben
1: oh yeah that would definitely
0: because this time around aunt may is like a very pivotal character like she's very prominent in the spider-man series opposed to how she was more just like a caretaker always Mm -hmm. but this time around you know she's aunt bay like yeah. Very good looking aunt. Like yeah. I can't imagine that she would take a back seat in the series. So yeah. I don't know. I'm the the thing I'm most excited about is to see what villains they kind of go back into. Cause I'm sure they're gonna have to go like back into the, to, the, like, the annals of history to to pull out some low level guys. But I think that'll be fun. And uh like I said, the emotion, the emotional roller coaster that I'm kind of expecting with this. I think that'll be a good ride. Yeah. Um, and then going into What If Season 2, that's the last uh, Marvel update there. So, again, I haven't seen Season 1, but you did, right? Yeah. Talk about uh, Season 1. No, Season how, 1 was how good. good
1: was it? it? was good. Uh, I think each episode, like, one through – one. I forget what what order. Because I remember one was great, two was great. I forget what three. They were all great. They stood alone. Like I said, I was expecting each – thing to stand on its own, but then j- semi-spoilery, it does tie in at the end. And um, and if you've seen the trailer, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, and I- I'm excited to see what they're doing. I hope they explore other stuff in season two and not re- re- coming back to what season one is. That's my thing. I just don't want them to s- the same characters come back. I would love Captain Carter to have her own show. That's what I'm interested in, mm. um, but the thing is, if they do her own show, well, I can't say anything because it will be spoilers. But it would it would kind of mirror what we already know about Captain America, and then yeah. I think so, I think I just hope that just season two does its own thing and not copy or bring characters back from season one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I think that would be the best thing. Like, I think let each one of those things be a flash in the pan. Just let it be. Yeah. Don't touch on it again. It's fun because it was a one-time deal. Yeah. And you know, let's let's move forward and see what other cool things can happen in these other universes. Give us um give us Throg, right? We saw Thor we saw Thor Frog yeah. in the quick little cameo in Loki. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's let's reach into some weird weird spaces. There's so many what ifs out there that we can like they can make another season. So let's see what else could be there. You know, like I have a feeling this season of what if might be closer to like comic booky stuff, because mm-hmm. I think they kind of, they kind of did a lot with the MCU. What ifs? They did a lot of the first yeah, season?
1: Kind of like, yep. Yep. So they can, so pull, they can pull from the comics and and say, yeah. this is a, uh, a variation or a deviation from the MCU, but using comic book, uh,
0: um, yeah. So, so now I feel like they got people in with the concept of what if, mm-hmm. you know, we've always known what if, what if was, has been one shots for years in the comic book world. But now that they have people in with what if they did the what if of, you know, the MCU movie universe stuff while dabbing a little bit into like comic booky stuff. So now I have a feeling they're going to go more deeper into the comic book side and be like, what if, I don't know. Like one of the heroes was like a, just a straight up villain or something yeah. like that. You know, I can see them really going a little weirder with this one. And that's what I want. Um, So I just want to touch on a couple of other things that Disney plus announced since I am a Disney head. Um, we, I'm just going to list them off and I'll touch on the Disney stuff that I'm interested in. So, There's one that I saw actually on, I was watching Disney Plus yesterday. I really had a hankering to watch Frozen last night. So I was watching Frozen and I saw this um, as one of like the coming attraction things and it's called Intertwined.
1: Mm.
0: So it's the first Disney Plus original series produced in Latin America Mm. and it's actually available right now. I didn't even know it was a thing, but I think that's a pretty big deal feel like latin america is getting a bigger piece of like representation with disney yeah and i'm happy about that this is something i'm going to watch uh just because it looked cool it's just kind of like the tagline for it is her future depends on the past so obviously some time travel stuff i don't know what it actually entails but just for the pure fact that it is latin american i I like that you know i think they have this big push ever since um princess on the frog I think that was a really big deal. We finally got like a a black African-American lead in a Disney movie that was very impactful. And then from there, they've been more minority-focused, which I'm happy about. I mean, Coco was a huge deal.
1: Even the new one coming out is... Yeah,
0: uh, Encanto uh, is the new one, right? Yeah. Um, I believe it's Peruvian. I don't think it's Mexican. Coco was yeah. Mexican. I yeah. believe I believe Encanto is is Peruvian. I can't remember.
1: Oh, but, that's not Pixar. That's like Disney. Itself. No,
0: that's Disney animation. Yeah, Disney animation. So, and then now we have a Disney Plus property being the first thing produced actually in Latin America. So yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm I'm also interested to see if it's um if it's Spanish. Like, like with, Spanish? if it's subtitled.
1: Yeah, that'd be dope. There's a then, on uh, Apple TV Plus which is like they're like the show is like they speak in Spanish and they speak in English like and it's also yeah. uh, Latin America or
0: see that would make sense like I wouldn't like if it was kind of like a Spanglish deal yeah and then they you know had subtitles for the Spanish stuff I that would make sense and then the next one uh talking about Princess and the Frog Tiana I'm super happy about this I loved Princess and the Frog mm. Tiana having her own series I think is long oh. overdue um they're also you know another tidbit uh splash mountain in disney world is being revamped to be a princess and the frog themed ride Ooh. so i'm happy that this is happening it's a musical series and it's going to be following her like on a new adventure then not too much they only showed a concept art of her on like a ship going yeah. to maldonia um which is the you know she got crowned a princess after marrying the prince she's now technically the princess of maldonia mm-hmm. um Spoilers for the movie if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's only like 15 years old. Um, but it's a long-form musical series. So that's what they're calling it. It just follows her on a brand-new adventure. Um, apparently, she's leaving New Orleans. I don't really know what this is going to be. Again, they only showed one first-look concept art. So we don't know if – I'm assuming uh, Prince Navid is going to be in there as well with her. But we don't really know. Uh, I also really like the music, the music and the songs in uh, okay. *Prince and the Frog*. So I'm happy that it's a full musical thing. Now another one, uh, I'm not too happy about this, and I really hope that they don't keep doing this. It's called *Zootopia Plus*.
1: What?
0: Yeah, I don't like that it's *Zootopia Plus*. They should have just called it *Zootopia*. Yeah.
1: Um, Zootopia the series what is it like what is it so it's a
0: series and it's going back to Zootopia right and it's, uh, it's a short form series it looks kind of like a, an anthology so each episode is going to follow like different people living in Zootopia because remember Zootopia is this massive animal city it's a metropolis yeah. right and all the original concepts of animals are 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 gone animals are you know anthropologic uh, anthropomorphized that that thing that's the best <laughs> word um you know they they have human traits they're not killing each other they're not doing crazy stuff they're very human and they have human stories so this looks cool i'm all for it i just hate the name i do not like the fact that just they have
1: into the the disney plus aspect
0: yeah i don't if like they that called and it, they have called it, it looks like um so on the poster, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's six different episodes, and it's uh, some of them are characters that we saw mm-hmm. in the movie, and it looks like it's gonna follow. You know, like I said, an anthology. So different stories happening in Zootopia, and at the very bottom, we see the main characters. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name in the, in the movie, but we have Detective Hops, which is the bunny, and mm-hmm. then we have the fox, which was the the bad guy turned good guy mm-hmm. in it. So it looks like they'll be playing a, a role in it as well, and I'm not sure if it's going to be a major one, but it's it's a thing. Then we have this other movie, uh, well, this other series. It's called Win or Lose, and it's actually a Disney Pixar. So it's an animated series. It's from Disney and Pixar, so it's going to be great. You know, Disney and Pixar are always knock it out the park. It's coming in 2023. It's going to be 20 minute episodes. And it's Pixar's first ever long form animated series. Yeah, sure. so that's pretty cool. It's um it's about a highlights the perspective of a different character as a middle school co ed softball team prepares for their championship game. So it looks like there's you know it's the team and they're on the shoulders of the coach. That's literally like the poster. Mm. And so it looks pretty cool. Again, nothing really – remember, these are just announcements, so they're not going into detail. Only detail we have are the posters that they're coming out, the first look concept arts. Um, Of course, we got News of Lightyear, Turning Red, um, which is super cool. I can't wait to see that. It's a feature-length documentary – documentary – oh, excuse me. So there's documentaries on Turning Red and Lightyear.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, so I was like, wait, this is just gonna be so. Turning Red is their next big movie that's coming out, uh, Disney and Pixar's movie about a girl who turns into like a huge red panda and she has to kind of like remember, figure out why it's happening. That looks fun, I can't wait to see that. that. And then Lightyear, we talked on our last episode, so there'll be documentaries. Um,
1: I like, like that more. Disney Plus is doing that because it's kind of like with uh, uh. <sighs> The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, I love watching those, especially learning about the dome. That was like one of my highlights.
0: Yeah. These behind the scene things are really cool. Cause I mean, I feel like before this, we didn't really get a lot of that from Disney. So <laughs> seeing this is, is fun. Um, and then we have cars on the road. So join Mater and Lightning McQueen in this fun filled cross country road trip. And that's coming Oh, this upcoming year, 2022. And it's going to feature Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy. So Lightning Lightning McQueen and Mater coming back for their roles. And in the concept art, they have them going from, it looks like a prehistoric dinosaur area where their cars also, to like a Mad Max futuristic like Thunderdome thing, which There's is crazy. So it just looks like another one of those. I don't know if you remember, what was it called? Mater's Tall Tales, I think it was. I probably and you- never watched it. So yeah, it was just a short, like in between commercials, it was like two, three minutes and they, um, it was just Mater telling these outlandish stories. And then you find out that they're kind of real. One of them, he's like a vampire. Like, you know, one of them, he's like a circus clown. There's random things that he said that he's done. And then you find out that they're real. Um, So it looks like this might be kind of the same thing, but both of them together. And it's a, um, I'm sure it'll just show them at different parts of them going cross country, you know? So that seems fun.
1: I wonder if that's like during the retirement of Lightning McQueen after Cars Three, because that was pretty dope, right? Well, maybe. Yeah. I, I
0: would not. Um...
1: And Cars Three was cool.
0: That would make a lot of sense. And then we have, obviously,
1: Kenobi. Bro, don't get me started. Uh, they're nah.
0: gonna, like, they already have a behind-the-scenes thing. That's up on Disney Plus right now, um, yes. and they showed concept art. Guys, this so, is a spoiler, but I need to share this with everyone.
1: Go ahead, spoil it. Did really? you see the picture? Which picture? Okay. This like some picture. picture. The, uh,
0: the concept art for Kenobi. You see the picture? The uh, Vader one. Yeah, him fighting oh, Vader. Oh, so him there Vader. is a rematch confirmed. Spoiler territory. Yeah. It's happening. Well. Hey Christensen as Darth Vader and McGregor as Kenobi (laughs) fighting each other again.
1: Yeah. Like what's cool is that um, I remember many years, people when they were talking about it, um, it's like in new hope, they're saying the last time we met, but everyone's assumption was episode three, but that was not the last time they met. They met again but it's something that we've never seen before, which my assumption, I've never read into the books. This is uh, this would be in the Legends territory. They probably did meet in the Legends, but they're probably going to recreate it in Kenobi. Um, and that scene of Vader sitting, it doesn't even look like concept art. It looks like an actual shot because of the lens flare in yeah. the art. Yeah, so it like, looked
0: real. Oh.
1: Yeah, my friend was like, yo, that looks like a shot. I'm like, yeah, you can see the lens flare on it. I was like, oh, did they shoot some stuff? I was like. But I'm excited. But me and my friends talked about this uh, two days ago, like how the bandwagon for Hayden, Hayden Christian is going to fill up. Because there were the people you knew that hated him and the prequels. They're, you're going to hear the, oh, yeah, like he was really good, just didn't like the prequels. Yeah, and then first of all, you know you hated it. Don't jump on that bandwagon.
0: Everyone's going to turn around on it. Everyone's going to talk their crap. And be like, oh no! I always thought he was great. There, he got so much hate, unfortunately. Like, I'm happy that he's getting his due justice, and he's gonna come back and kill yeah,
1: it. He's, he's gonna later. he's gonna live up to the name. And then also, look, I have nothing against him. I, We can all agree his acting was not that great. But I I'm excited. Um, in the in the thing they showed like the them practicing their yeah their their uh, form three seven whatever the names were. Um. It's it's gonna be great. I think and like I, and I've said this before, and this is probably before we started our journey into podcasting. I've said this before uh, to you and some friends. I Star Wars was cool. <laughs> Star Wars was cool to me. Um, I've seen only one through six and Clone Wars, but hearing and this was before Disney Plus, and this was always a rumor that Kenobi was gonna have his own movie. I was like, I would like to see this. This got me catapulted into the universe because um, this was like after Logan as well. So I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is a Logan-esque Obi Wan." I was like, "Bruh!" And then they're in the in one of the images in the concept art. It showed the, one of the Inquisitors, who was also random fun fact in the Fallen Order game, which was crazy. And you got to see Rebels because Fallen
0: Water, fa- Fallen fall Water, Fallen fall Order, great Waterfall. game. Great game. Very hard in the beginning. It's a very steep barrier entry. Like you kind of get there's yeah, a- there's a there's a learning curve, but great game. A lot of lore in that game. It was so well told. Um so okay. Kenobi was kind of like the last big one. I'm gonna just rattle off some of the other key ones that have been talked about, but there's a lot that they announced, so I I yeah, can't, they can't spend time on everything.
1: Disney Plus Day, that's why. Yeah, so we got Willow
0: uh this one that i'm super happy about spiderwick chronicles they did one movie back oh, in the yeah, day i remember that i'm really happy i don't remember if it was disney or not but i'm really happy disney has its hands hands on it and they're going to be doing a, a full live action series which is awesome i love those books i read each one of those books in one day each oh. time i bought it i remember being such a huge fan it's high fantasy but It's in like a fantasy world that exists in between our world. So it's regular kids and they're doing their thing and they figure out a way to see the fantasy um, characters around them. And then they, you know, get into trouble and they see some bad guys coming through. Great, great series. I can't wait to see how that comes in. High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three. Thank God that's still around. <laughs>
1: um, we also got the trailer for. I can't wait Oddworld. till we make season four and then Zach Efron and Vanessa just return as like.
0: That's t- when I'll watch it. <laughs> um, we it's got like the a- new trailer for The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Yeah, yeah. So it's super cool. It looks like it's picking up right after they finished the other one. Yeah,
1: that's uh, what that's Everyone
0: like. looks like the same age the only one that looks different are the babies. It looks like they grew up a year or two. Um,. But it looks great. New characters, returning new characters. Seems like the story's still holding up. They have the animation. same voice actors. Uh, animation looks great. So that one's cool. This is one I haven't heard of before, Sneakerella. Um, I'm assuming uh, it's a spin title. on... Yep. Mm. Uh, Lace Up and Dream Big with Cinderella. Sneakerella. Set in the avant-garde street sneaker subculture of New York City, the high-energy, music-driven movie puts a gender-flip twist on Cinderella. Oh, so I'm assuming the main character is going to be the guy. So, new Cinderella. uh, America the Beautiful. It's a new National Geographic thing where they go through stunning spaces that divine America's booty. Um, Welcome to Earth with Will Smith. Will Smith just doing cool stuff on Earth.
1: Yeah, he had also Another Nat Geo.
0: We're Um, not
1: getting paid for that, though.
0: Nope. (laughs) Uh,
1: Limitless with Chris Hemsworth.
0: Uh, Hmm. This is a... It looks like he's just doing crazy stuff. Uh, I thought you said oh, this is
1: us. I was like, when did Disney acquire that?
0: No, Limitless. <laughs> See Chris Hemsworth discover the full potential of the human body in the trailer debut for Limitless. Uh, he's already... He has Yeah. There's no need for him to be even awesomer, but he is. Then we have a live action retelling. I'm actually pretty excited for this. Hmm. Of Pinocchio.
1: Oh, Yeah that cuz i remember I was like they did that um with uh what's his name i forget the actor's name uh, but there was a live action one before I, i'm not gonna there was up.
0: one when we were younger that came yeah. out it wasn't through disney but was, i remember yeah. that being a thing and it's I thought it was, pretty actually. weird
1: let me uh let me do my research but i i'm Check a, it's, it's, it i'm
0: pretty positive it wasn't
1: you're probably cuz i
0: remember i remember that that movie it's a weird like it's, it's like nightmare fuel if you look at pinocchio. So anyway, uh live action retelling of Pinocchio, it'll premiere fall of 2022, so about a year from now. The film stars Tom Hanks, Cynthia Cynthia Irv Irvivo, I don't know who that is, Luke Evans, Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Keegan Michael Keel and Lorraine Bracco. So we got some cool um cool names there. There's no info yet they just kind of gave the title card of pinocchio yeah um another one that people are dying for hocus pocus 2 it'll premiere next autumn so in time for excuse yep. me in time for next halloween uh returning cast all three sisters are coming back uh Bette miller uh sarah jessica parker and kathy uh Najmi? Najmi, i i never know how to say your name but the other one yes so they're all coming back uh, another show called better nate than never uh yes, better Nate than never. It looks like just a musical thing about a person pursuing their dreams, all that good stuff. Another cool one that I did not know was a thing until I looked this up: Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh. Uh, they are bringing it back, and uh, it's coming out spring of 2022. So it's a reboot, it's full reboot, not a continuation, and it's 30 years in the making. 30 years since Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Let wow. that hit you in the brainstem so spring 2022 they're coming back and it looks like it's going to be a 3d animated thing again they only dropped the um the trailer so but it is oh snap so john mulaney is going to be one of the john, john. oh yeah i can see
1: that john john mulaney and andy
0: that doesn't say andy sandberg there's no way i will defecate myself live on air (laughs) it's andy sandberg john mulaney and andy sandberg are going to be chippendale that's going to be fantastic well then their comedy is great so that's going to be awesome uh oh we have a documentary about the beatles called the beatles get back it's going to be a three-part series that's premiering in well november 25th um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I remember these movies coming out a couple years back, the live action ones, yes. and I, you know, I'm too old for them. They kind of blew me by. But, uh, December 3rd, they're going back into the fray with this uh, 3D computer animated one. So I think this one will have longer legs just because you don't have to worry about actual kids growing up, which is what happened with the other ones. But, um, it's a retelling of, uh, the famous, you know, best selling book, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And it looks like they're going to be going through – oh, it's an actual movie. It's not a series. So it's going to be a full movie, and it looks like it's going to cover the first book. Nice. Uh, another one – oh, Cheaper by the Dozen. They're remaking that again. Uh, that's coming out March 2022. That's the only thing. They have no concept art or anything. Uh Baymax, super excited about this. I made Erica watch the trailer yesterday. Uh, New Baymax uh, original series is streaming summer 2022. And it's literally just following him helping people out. It's super cute. Baymax is the cutest thing and the best. Yeah, that was great.
1: I remember watching that. And then the Stanley cameo was great. It was all good. It was all Uh, great.
0: One thing, super duper weird and i don't understand why disney has this cuz this was a dreamworks pro- uh property property so ice age the next ice age movie which god knows why they're still making these things the next ice age movie is a disney plus exclusive and sure. it's going to be called ice age adventures of buckwild
1: um
0: and i i knew
1: what loophole in universe did that happen? Like, I
0: have no idea. It's coming out January 28th. Right Same cast is coming back. Um, I don't know how they keep getting these people to make these movies. but
1: Well, yeah, that, that in itself, how they keep making this movie. I'm just fine. It's
0: weird. I had no idea, and I don't know why. You got the, don't know.
1: the law degree to pull that off? I have no idea, like, man. I'm just thinking, like, the but, last thing they got, Fo- Fox? What? Okay, I'm not even going to wrinkle my Oh, bike.
0: I guess it's Fox, right?
1: I don't that know, open, 20th that's century maybe. Probably.
0: I don't know. So maybe that's how they got it. That's
1: the only um,
0: thing. but anyway, yeah. I saw the trailer the other day and I was like why are they still making this and then I found out it's a Disney Plus original. But why not? Um So weird thing. Well not weird, but I'm happy to see John Leguizamo still has work coming his way ever yeah. since we were talking about him with yeah. the yeah. Luigi thing. Yeah. I thought that he might have gotten canceled, but I'm happy that he's still doing it. Then they have, you know, there's a couple other things that are coming out or have already started uh, that they uh that they tease Home Sweet, Home Alone it's the new Home Alone movie. Yeah.
1: I'm um, actually curious to see that. I'm
0: curious one and two and three. Um so there's a there's a thing called Marvel Studios Legends and yeah. Their new, their new episode is going to be called Hawkeye, and it's just recapping his MCU storyline, which I think is smart to do before the actual show comes out, just to give everyone a refresher of what's happening. Um, Awesome thing uh, that I feel like flew under the radar. I haven't seen too much about it, but I'm super happy about it. I'm going to watch all of these. Uh, it's a new series called Off Presents. And it's Olaf yeah. from Frozen, and he's recapping different Disney movies. So, like, there's Little Mermaid, Moana. Uh, those are the two I saw. Like,
1: I'm surprised. Like, I I, I, I I know about it. I'm just surprised it doesn't have enough like uh, that. spot. clout.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm like, super. Like, it's weird like, that they didn't
1: it push that more.
0: Um, they have a couple of you know shorts shorts that are coming through. Um. They have a Simpson short that's coming through. Ciao Alberto, which is a short from Luca that's now streaming on mm. um Disney Plus. Luca was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, please it's,
1: it's like officially on Disney Plus. It's not like yeah,
0: that short Ciao Alberto is there, and it follows. Um movie. oh, the movies, yeah. The movies, the regular it's on the regular Disney Plus. It's not oh, okay. on the okay. I can get um so it follows not. Luca, it follows the other kid. I forget his name, mm-hmm. his buddy. It follows him after Luca goes away to school. Okay. Um, and then they have a making of Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, sorry. And the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, there's a season oh, yeah. two is premiering this year. I didn't so I
1: didn't
0: that was kind of a quick recap of everything that got announced. It was a lot. There is more. Um, I...
1: We'd be I suggest here all. Suggest people go check
0: it out. Um, Disney Plus is always great. It's it's fantastic. So, moving away from that, sticking with Disney, going jumping back into the Marvel pit. Right.
1: It's time for more Spider-Man news. Oh, you got all. So, I just want to hear this. <laughs>
0: Spider-Man: No Way Home received a new poster, and
1: would it be the official poster? There was it a-
0: is the official poster. It's the official poster. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: So it is Spider-Man, tangling, throwing it down, fisticuffs with Doc Ock. Right? We see that we see the tentacles coming around, and he's like, "Who I'm, Spider-Man?" And then in the this, well, if i have we- if you
1: pointing to your left shoulder. Right here. Oh, you mean in, that? Okay.
0: In this general pocket of space in the poster, way in the back.
1: There's like a greenish hue.
0: We see something that's kind of like. What can I grab that So, like, imagine it like this. This is perfect. Like back here, right? We're gonna use my Funko, Funko of Leonardo, right? All the way back here, right? The subject matter of the posters right here. I'm Spider-Man, facing off with the tentacles of Doctor Octopus, and all the way in the little back, we see a figure. We see a figure coming in, but he's not just coming in. It's a figure on a glider. He's gliding
1: in. What is he gliding on? I think it's just called the glider. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Anyway,
0: (laughs) we see Green Goblin on this poster. So, okay, I'm going to say a couple things that bother me. First thing is, this is cool. It's confirming what we saw in the teaser, which was the pumpkin bomb, right? We are now confirming this is an official Spider-Man poster. Yeah. It's official from Marvel and Disney. So we know that this is real artwork. It is uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. So, And it's the Green Goblin from the Sam Raimi universe, from what we can tell. It's not like a spec. Like it's pretty visible. You can see it. You can see his costume. Um, it looks like the glider has been updated, but the costume looks pretty similar to what it was. Um, so it is the Green Goblin. It's uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin from Spider-Man 1 and Sam Raimi universe. And he's on the poster. So one thing is... Great that it's that Green Goblin. Happy. I hope William Dafoe is coming back for it. So that's the fun part. Here's the crappy part I have to mm-hmm. get into. So now, I don't understand why. As much as I want this, I don't understand why. Because Willem Dafoe, his Green Goblin, very much dies at the end of, of the first movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He dies. hoard. Horde. Mm-hmm. horde. I don't know if you guys remember, but he gets a glider through his sternum. Through the guys. Horde. So, I don't understand why he's alive.
1: Well, I would say this though. I'll, I'll give you an answer. It could be, be another universe. That, exactly. You could
0: say it like that. But, I don't know. I feel like we might be, I don't want them to rely too, too much on this whole universe thing and just start bringing people back from the dead.
1: I like it for what with, it is. Uh, Doc Ock, too.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. I totally forgot about that. He does die in ex- an explosion with a mini sun at the end of episode two. Yeah, so Doc I guess. Or. So, you know what? Here, here's what it could be. Here's what it could be. You listening? Thinking, You ready? Me. Listen. Okay. To you. I have a feeling. Peter is going to be put in a new timeline and things aren't going to be coming to him as it kind of looks like in the trailer. I have a feeling that Peter is going to be put into a new universe and that's why there's no way home. And in that universe, it's the Sam Raimi universe continued or maybe in that universe, maybe in that universe, Peter Parker died
1: like uh spider verse. Like, you're going with that kind of concept. So maybe that concept of, like,
0: another Spider-Man coming in, and the villains have been doing their thing for a while. Green Goblin, Willem Defoe, you know. uh,
1: And they continue. These villains didn't die. Yep. I would like to stop you right there and tell you, go watch Venom, (laughs) because I I can't spoil it. But your idea is, like, next to what? So... Unless you already know what happens.
0: I don't know what happens, so shut up. So anyway, if they're all getting pulled in together, fine. I just – and I didn't even think about it for Doc Ock. Like, he does die. So I don't know. I just kind of don't want this to be a thing of like, you know, we get to bring back anyone we want. Like, I want it to make sense. I hope they do. Another thing that's a little annoying, just to mention, is Doc Ock, Alfred Molina, you can't – really change them up too much but you can see the tentacles are different the tentacles have been updated there's different technology there's something different going on tentacles are not the same from spider-man 2 green goblin he looks almost identical right the only thing that was different that i saw that i could see was the glider the glider looked a little sleeker but his suit and everything looked pretty similar
1: from like images i hope i didn't stare at it too much but it seemed different too I just didn't like the I, I don't know if it's real or not. So I I would I'm not gonna say it's real because I didn't stay on that page. No. I was like, oh, that looks like Green Goblin. But,
0: and the other thing that sucked is and you know, we had this whole thing with Marvel posters before the composition of the poster kind of sucks because oh, yeah. it's it seems like they photoshopped that in. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like it's organic and a part of the scene it seems like somebody went and did a little like squiggly line around it and popped it in the background. Photoshop. I did not like how they how they executed that. Um I much rather would have liked a pumpkin bomb coming at him. 100%. Yeah.
1: The
0: way that they showed that I just did not it looked too shoehorned in. Um I mean I am excited for it. I really 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 hope that it ends up being great, but
1: It's one of those things where two teasers, like, I agree. I wish it would have been been a pumpkin bomb. Obviously, we know who it is, but to put in the Green Goblin, like, in there, specifically when it comes to the poster, come on. You could have done better with that. Too much is going on. If we're just talking about the aesthetics of posters now, too much is going on. I thought it was too heavy, but. This is going to be his last, Tom Holland's last thing. They're going big or go home. They're doing this like end game Spider-Man thing, which they did confirm like this is the end game for Spider-Man yeah. or Tom Holland Spider-Man. Um,
0: Which it can't know. be though. They can't get rid of Tom Holland Spider-Man.
1: Well, they just they're, can't. They're, his contract ends, but they can always renew it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say this is the end, but this is the end.
0: But that, this is what I'm worried about, right? I don't want them to do it to the point where it's almost a definite ending for him. You know, and then it'll be weird to bring him back in later. Well,
1: um, there was conversations. I suppose I think it was Tom Holland or some director or producer. I forget who said this. Maybe Kevin Feige. They were saying like if they did bring Tom Holland Spider Man back, it would have to be more grittier because it's like he's growing up now, so he's mm-hmm. gonna have to like it's gonna be some. It has to be like on a college esque. He's in college, like he's gonna be. I can see that, him.
0: and I'd be happy with that. I wouldn't mind seeing a grittier, more kind well, of I'll like um. You.
1: Sony decides to play
0: nice. I'm sure they won't.
1: They, they they make money. They make I money.
0: mean, yeah, but I'm sure they will. Like after because you know what it is, Tom Holland. I think they got him at a good age. He's young enough to portray he the high the schooler. Yeah. He, he's but he's old enough to go to college. I mean, he's like early 20s, so he'll play a college kid, also. And he has the legs to continue on with this mantle if he wants to, and he does. He loves the role, he loves the thing He loves the process I can see him continuing with it Uh And being a recurring character And on top of that, the fans want him And I think that's the biggest thing It made Sony play nice the first time And I think it's going to make him play nice again Um, The fans want him And I think Like I've said before, Tom Holland is the first Spider-Man That can portray both Peter And Spider-Man very well So I think I think, in my professional opinion, they should be re-upping that contract and getting him to stay on as long as possible. Obviously, go do the Sony properties. Do the the Spider-Verse that they're having over there. I think that would be a great departure for him. Let's get gritty. Let's see some crazy stuff of Venom. Like, do that. And then but also be a featured character. He is one of the few people that can do that. He can have his own universe. He could be featured in Sony Spider-Man and he could be featured in the MCU. Uh,
1: and I wish we were recorded, We started recording podcasts earlier. Cause I remember having this conversation, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the only one that could bounce between Sony and MCU. And I said this.
0: Yeah, you did. And Before,
1: this is, and this my is the phone thing. Was hacked. Kevin Feige was tapping my phone.
0: He's the only one that can do it. And it makes sense. Cause he's a street level guy that can go pro. You know what I mean? And he could come back and he can go jumping around. He's Marvel's darling. They have too many things. In my opinion, they have too many things riding on Spider-Man, especially this Spider-Man that they built. They brought him in with civil war. They attached him to Iron Man. Iron Man's now gone. He's been kind of dealing with the, you know, the theme of loss all over again. You know, first we had uncle Ben. We never saw that. Hopefully we see it in freshman year. But now, you know, again, it's kind of rehashing what he was feeling when Tony died. And now we're going to see him. I have to imagine that if this is truly the end game of Spider Man, like, it's going to be crazy. I still don't know what to expect. I really need another trailer. Well, no, I need a full trailer because the other one was just a teaser.
1: And I was going to get back to that. And that's the thing. Because our lives are so connected into the interwebs, um, I feel like I have to. Because I don't like watching trailers, I feel like I can't. I can't. Because if I watch this trailer, they're gonna show something where I would have been genuinely surprised in the theaters. It was kind of like the Doomsday thing with Batman, Batman v Superman. I would have been sitting in my chair, be like, "Oh, Doomsday!" But you threw it in the trailer. Now he shows up in theaters. I'm like, okay, yeah.
0: Okay, well let's let's look at it this way. Has Marvel- I don't have wanna... marvel done that to us though i don't think they have where nope, they've shown something
1: they, that they with, with shang chi i would have i would have loved i have to think back with other movies but with shang chi they did that with abomination like i when i was when i saw that on online i was like damn abomination like it's dope abomination still exists but i would have loved to be like oh like i saw it in theaters i was like yeah we you know he's there cool let's see but
0: all. i think that's a product of the internet because if we would have just saw that trailer it like gets just some big monster like. In uh, all honesty, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, cool! You know, two guys fighting, and whatever." And it's a fighting thing, and then out of nowhere, it's like they break it down. It's like, no, that is a bomb. Then they confirmed it, and then it was um, it he is fighting Wong, and it's like, oh my
1: god! You're right. You're right. When it comes to it, because it is a product of the internet. Oh, oh no! Get on the table. <laughs> Mini earthquake. Mini earthquake. <laughs> um, but I just like. God willing, Toby and Andrew are in this movie. I don't want to see them. I want to be – I want to –
0: No, I if they do melt, that, I think want to – gonna...
1: I want to melt in my chair in, in the theater. Because if you – if you, or if you give me a voice, that's – I feel – this is a personal opinion. I'm going to go me. to the theater. I'm like, okay, that, all I'm going to be waiting for is Toby or Andrew. Yeah.
0: I need – they need to keep up if, – if they're in this movie, they need to keep up the fact they're not telling us. Exactly. Because that is, like you said, that's the, the mind melter.
1: That is the Holy Grail of Indiana Jones. Because
0: I can't, if I get a, like, it, it, like do the hello, Peter thing, you know, with Doc Ock and all. Me, fine. Me, if you want to do each villain saying hello to Peter, fine. Leave one or two villains, like, so that we don't know. But if you want to just tease a couple of them, fine. I'll be don't happy with Matt
1: I'll be happy with Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock. That, give me that and I'll be okay because then I still I wouldn't up. expect Toby yeah. or Andrew. But if you give me Charlie Cox, then I'm like, oh, you. St- I'm obviously sold, but you sold me again. So, so what I want out yeah. of the full trailer,
0: what I would love, and this we're going to dive back into Justin Spider-Verse. So what I would love out of the full trailer, and I just thought about this. It just came to my head, and I think this is God's way of saying, hey,
1: this is happening. Adjusting the mic one more time
0: I feel like a really cool podcaster When I adjust my mic I feel like I'm I'm like a
1: professional I just do this but you can't see my mic I just swivel it up and down So
0: what I want Fade in onto the city skyline Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then we hear J. Jonah Jameson's podcast Coming on right? And he's saying hello to all the New Yorkers And then he's going into like Spider-Man's a menace, so now we know it's Peter Parker. And then we see Spider-Man swinging through buildings, fighting one of the villains, right? And then as we go through the city, we start seeing more villains joining in. I want to see max, max, maximum in the trailer, three. Like seeing them, yes. Seeing them. I know we're talking about a Sinister Six possibility here. I'm totally fine. Seeing their faces or their bodies, I want three. No more than that. I want to be surprised to
1: the full out of costume. We don't need to see the costume. Yeah, if we know the foe is in it, we know the costume's in it. Um I, I don't want to see Jamie Fox because I, I, cause I no. know he's not going to look like. No, the it'll Jamie be too Foxx.
0: jarring. I think. Yeah, because I I really like the blue electro. I think he played it great. The ultimate think oh, he, he
1: did all right. I thought it was cool. I, but I would it. like to see his like actual skin, like he's a black man. Um, doing all these things and looking cool Like that one was scary to me Like scary in a good way Like I wasn't like I didn't like it But it was scary in a good way It was very mm-hmm. modernized
0: I'm I'm okay with anything You know that's the ultimate electro That's how he looks in the yeah, comic exactly. I was totally fine with that I liked Jamie, uh, Jamie Foxx's electro I still want it So Like I said I don't want to see more than three And I do not want to see Toby or Andrew
1: I don't even want to see fighter suits. I don't want to see hands holding. I don't want to see none of that. If they show throwing Doc Strange, fill in the gaps.
0: Yeah. It's just him like taking a sip of coffee, like just random poses.
1: Speaking of that, there's also this thing where and freaking conspiracy theorists in the in the corner of the uh, poster, it's like Mephisto. Every time someone yeah. everyone wants Mephisto. I know he's cool, um, in a weird way, but guys, chill. That's not Mephisto's face in the corner.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely not. I, I also see, like, the there's a lot of theories going around saying that do, this Doctor Strange actually isn't Doctor Strange and he's off somewhere doing something and it's Mephisto disguised as Doctor Strange. I can see that being a thing because it's kind of like, why would Doctor Strange be so open to messing with the multiverse? Because that's, like, a weird thing that he's always very, like, structured about. So I can see it being Mephisto and also kind of being this, like, I think I told you about it. I don't know if we spoke about it before. Spider-Man One More Day. Mm -hmm. So that comic book line talks about Mephisto coming in, and um, it takes place right after Civil War in the comic books. Captain America is killed. The bullet that shoots Captain America goes through him and lodges in Aunt May's stomach. So Aunt May is in critical condition in the hospital. Spider-Man goes over to Tony Stark, and he's like, hey, I know you hired this hitman. I need you to fix Aunt May, and Tony Stark's like, nah, I can't. Like, That's then like people know it was me, and they get into a huge fight or whatever. Finally, you know, goes down, goes down. Uh, Mephisto comes up and he's like, hey, I'll give you Aunt May back, but you and Mary Jane are done forever. So, Mephisto's whole deal is, you know, he's like pure evil, whatever, and he sees Spider Man and Mary Jane's love as a pure love. So, he wants to get rid of that. He doesn't, he just doesn't like it. He's bad guy, evil. He's kind of like the devil. So, he doesn't want anything pure to exist. (laughs) Yeah, one of the devils. So, he doesn't want anything pure to exist. So, I can see that happening where it would be super convoluted, but I could see it happening where that Doctor Strange is Mephisto and he wants to just mess up Spider Man's life. Um,
1: Yeah. But the fact that we're pulling from all these stories, I'm scared for it for be convoluted, because you know
0: And that's the thing. Like I, I, I wouldn't it was really, cool. I really I wouldn't really want it to be like that, but I can see how it would get there. Yeah. Um there's a lot of things going on with this movie. I still like I'm so excited it's happening. I want the full trailer, but I don't want to see, like I said, no more than three villains, and I definitely don't want any hint that Toby and Andrew are in this and if they're not in it fine they need to be in it but if they're not in it fine i don't want to know if they are i want that moment in the theater where i pee myself because i'm so happy that it's happening
1: like you need to go into the theater with a catheter yes waiting so you can <laughs> just hanging out
0: like i just i just want this and it it's really discouraging because at this point i feel that we're at the point of no return, right? Like all these theories are swimming around. Everyone has like their own opinions on what's happening. And it's like, will this movie deliver? Can they do it again? Endgame was the same way. Yeah. Infinity War and Endgame had the same thing going on. Everyone was like, oh no, this could happen. This could happen. This. And they even put out fake trailers for that one.
1: Yeah, fake scenes too. Like when Hulk was running with... Yeah, fake,
0: fake scenes to yeah. throw people off the scent. And they did it. They were able to get these things where no one knew what was actually happening till they sat down and watched the movie. And when we found out it was crazy. Now can they do it
1: again? And, and you know if they do show or inkling of Toby and Andrew Garfield, would this movie surpass Endgame? In That's the
0: other thing. Like are they willing are they willing to Because not only in the box office, this is going to – if they deliver on what we all want it to be, Mm it will be surpassing every other MCU movie for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Like in the hearts and minds of fans as well as in the box office. If they're able to deliver on what people want and are expecting of this movie, it's going to be
1: huge. I already requested that day off. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah.
0: Isn't it Christmas? Christmas.
1: No, it's like the 17th. Is it? Yeah.
0: We're a freaking month away? It's that close?
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's next month. Like That's why I don't want to see a trailer. I'm like, we're "We're good with what we get. But, you know, the business is... The poster says December 17th. But the tickets are not on sale.
0: Shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's December 17th. So that means we have to get no we're getting we we're getting a full trailer because we haven't gotten one yeah. um but
1: yeah we're
0: gonna, we're gonna that means we're gonna get one i really hope we get one tomorrow or tomorrow either tomorrow or wednesday but i really hope we get it tomorrow uh, it has to be dude yeah it has to be like we have to get one and like i said if they're able to deliver it's gonna be fantastic um what i would what i wouldn't mind <laughs> and i know this might this might kind of mess it up for other people. But what I wouldn't mind is a tease mm-hmm. of a different Spider-Man. Not Toby, not Andrew. If we can get a tease of like
1: I'm trying Spider-Verse
0: Spider-Man or the, the Spider-Man video game Spider-Man. If we could see that Spider-Man in there in a trailer somewhere,
1: mm. oh, I'd freak out. That's reaching.
0: It's reaching, but I'm saying like, if we're talking about the multiverse, there's a really big possibility that this Spider-Man movie
1: would link all of them,
0: is the Spider-Verse movie.
1: Mm. Like not the one that we got a few years ago. No, not into
0: the Spider-Verse, the animated one. I'm talking about Spider-Verse, like the comic book
1: art. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like
0: this could be the Spider-Verse and all of these villains Forget Sam Raimi's universe. Each one of these villains can be coming from a different universe. From there. And coming in. And typically what happens is when a villain comes in from a universe, the Spider-Man comes in too.
1: You know what would be dope? Um, Two things. Madam Web. Boom. Um, Or the trailer could be literally five seconds of the three Spider-Mans doing the meme. And that's it. That's all we need. I'm good. Good night. If you don't do the meme, if you do this spider thing, right? you... They did it in
0: Spider-Verse and it was like, great. They have to do it again.
1: It's like when they missed the opportunity for Robert Downey and yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and Sherlock Holmes. Like, mm-hmm. That's such a missed opportunity. Like, ah!
0: What I can see, which would be fantastic. Again, we're going to jump into Justin's mind for the Spider-Verse. Okay. So... Trailer happens, right? You know how, like, sometimes I do the trailer, fades out, and then fades back in for like the last second or two snippet, and that's usually like a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Do the trailer, blows your mind, fades out, fades back in,
1: and it's like boom, you hear the boom sound effect. No, oh no,
0: fades back in, and you hear John Mulaney's voice, and you hear some feet walking in. He's like, well, you hear that, that Looney Tune. You hear, hey guys, did I miss anything? And it's freaking Peter Porker. It's a CGI Spider Peter Porker. <laughs> I would lose it. I would love that. I think that would be so cool.
1: Or, or, just add on this now, In this sandwich of Subway. Or
0: Chewbacca flies in on the Millennium Falcon and drops off Han Solo and Luke Skywalker.
1: No, while flying, Spidey is holding on with his web like this. Like, ah! <laughs> but... We get Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir, like in black. I would, oh, like live, action Nick, live Cage? action Nick Cage in suit. Like he has to have um, lose gain some, you know, lose some weight and
0: he has to bulk up. But I'm down. I'm down with that.
1: And talk the way he talks in into the Spider Verse.
0: It's just even if it's even if it's Gwen Stacy, and Emma Stone
1: needs to come back as Spider-Man. That was-
0: yes. Even if it's Gwen <laughs> Stacy, Emma Stone as. Emma Stone as um, Spider-Gwen. I'm down for it. That's what I need. (sighs) Okay.
1: That's for the hell of it.
0: A lot of Spider-Man talk, but last item for the day. Last item. Keeping with the Marvel stuff, we both saw Eternals.
1: Yeah, you're up to date. What'd you think? I thought it was okay. Just okay, yeah. So, just to give you my my tidbit, I thought it was fresh. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. It was one of the movies that like I I always like to see my movies in the continuity. Like okay. I had to see and why connects. I don't see myself seeing it again. Like I would see Endgame or mm-hmm. Avengers One. Like I'm not gonna go fiend to go. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna watch Internals. Mm-hmm. I saw the connect I, when they made these announcements and prepare for this movie. I was really hyped for uh, Jon Snow. For those who don't know his real name is kid Harrigan, uh, Harrington, or I said it wrong. Anyway. Um, I didn't know much about the black knight, but because I was a fan of kid Harrington, Harrington, uh, Jon Snow, I was like, Oh, this is dope. I started learning more about black knight. I thought it would be more into the movie spoilers because we're going to get into spoilers territory since we're both sorry. Um, he was barely in the movie, but I see like it was a setup and we'll get to that later. Um, but other than that, like I cared for the characters. Um, I just it I think it was weird the way I just think the delivery of it was a little off. I didn't I can't see myself on how I would rearrange certain things. But I thought it was okay. I like I wouldn't tell someone like you gotta see it. Like if you haven't seen it, I would be like, Yeah, you see it. It's not gonna tie into Spider-Man or like but it ties into one thing, but yeah. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. So I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot actually. Mm -hmm. I went into it no expectations same zero i liked it a lot i thought the acting was great yep. um I, honestly speaking and the entire time you know up until it ended i thought this this was marvel's answer to justice league they took the dc heroes mm-hmm. and made a better movie and that's how i that's how i saw it they did an ensemble superhero team they did the Justice League, eh. just so they can wipe Josh Whedon's ass. Like they could take Whoa. his face and wipe let's, their ass with let's it.
1: Differentiate just before for the people listening: the Josh, the Justice League. That,
0: yeah. yeah, Josh Whedon's. That's I was like, eh.
1: So I'm gonna clarify.
0: So yeah, so the way I looked at it was, it is very much the Justice
1: League. 100%. That's, I, it did give that vibe. Yeah.
0: So. And it's more comic booky than you would expect out of a Marvel property. It's very kind of in its own lore. It is. It does not have to attach the Avengers and MCU
1: at all. It's, it's, Kirby very, it's Jack Kirby.
0: Yeah, oh, it's Batman. very. It's a very isolated thing, and it is. It can stand on its own legs even yeah. without the the small attachments that it has to like Thanos and the Avengers. Yeah. Um. So, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought the acting was great. I liked the little um pairings of the two that were in the movie yes uh, I like how they like they played off of that I a would. lot but each character I loved Angelina Jolie's character Thena I thought Thena was perfect mm-hmm. I liked how she was like she's been around and that was kind of like the catalyst to figure out that there's something wrong happening I really liked it um but the way I saw it right very clearly um Thina is Wonder Woman yeah um Fastos is Green Lantern uh, Icarus is Superman, he's literally Superman. Yeah, he's
1: Marvel Superman.
0: He's the strongest, he flies, he has lasers, and his suit's boo like he's Superman. Uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, so it was
1: Ajax would have been, in a sense, Batman. I, guess, but when it comes to leadership quality,
0: but then you had, um Makari is Flash. She was a way better Flash than freaking Ezra Miller. She didn't even say anything. She was way better. She was so what cool. Do you say
1: better. Like, What do you mean better? Like, She was like better. Power? She was awesome. She was so cool. Oh, no, she was great. Was she was so great. Cool. She was great. My beef, though, she the actress herself was like, I think Flash, uh, her her character uh, is faster than Flash. And I was like,
0: eh. I agree. 100%. Bro. I agree. He's, he's way cooler. I said, oh, but you know what? Hold on.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All,
0: all of my comparisons are to the Josh Whedon Justice League. In yeah. that universe, she's way faster. She's way faster than Ezra Miller. She could kick his ass super quickly. And Josh,
1: and Josh Wheaton's, uh, yeah. Barry
0: in Fall. comic books, no. I love the Flash. I love Barry Allen. I can't. I'm Dude, sorry.
1: Faster than literally time itself. So I'm <laughs> but, like, bro. <laughs> but but her abilities were showcased very beautifully.
0: I think they nailed it. The speedster thing was awesome. And then I felt like Better this than, guy
1: uh, uh Quicksilver, like uh that God, version yeah. of Quicksilver. Yeah.
0: I think um this guy, the uh druid. Yeah, he was very to me, he kind of struck a chord with like Martian Manhunter. Uh and I liked
1: him too, the actor himself. I seen him in Yeah, the- I
0: thought he, he did a great job portraying that that guy. Um and then
1: the girl Sprite
0: was very much so like Tinkerbell-esque, but she did a, a great job with her ability, kind of like cloaking different things. Um and then Cersei was kind of know, she was different. It was it's kind of weird, you know. She had her whole thing of like she could yeah. turn rocks into water.
1: Yeah, for me, she was basically female Jesus. Yeah. But my thing so, with her is that going through the movie, I was not. Like you see, like if you watch now, we're talking about ensembles, and then you know how I break down my movies. So when you talk about ensembles, like when I look at Guardians of the Galaxy, each one stands out on their own. Where in this one, they you needed to be paired up to be to stand out individually. For me, um,
0: yeah, like, I also don't think that was the point of this one. I don't think no, that no, they're supposed to be individuals. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, but when it comes to that, like, how do I say this? Like, I don't think it was bad. I think it, like, there, and the nerd, like, I'm trying to separate the nerd in me because, like, there's a lot of nerdy things, like, especially with the end. All I thought it was Galactus, but that's, now here. Yeah.
0: Same. Same.
1: Literally. But, like, in the middle of the movie, when they were talking about Celestials, I remember an article saying, a producer was saying, oh, this can somehow be the origin story of, of galactus. galactus and then when i saw that literally when you see the frozen spoiler remember i said spoiler before you see the hand and then select say it looks like if i just showed you that image it looks like it looked galactus. like galactus so i was just like
0: like when he's coming out of the, the world i was like oh dude come on even the helmet had yeah. the same type of aesthetics
1: yeah so like to, like i said all the nerd stuff in there to me was cool and great um but i think just i think it's just the way it delivered for me I don't know. Like there were some good, some okay things. I I can't put my 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 finger on it, but yeah.
0: So I enjoyed it a lot. I was bummed that we did not see, uh, Kit Harrington a lot. Yeah, he we was barely, barely in it. Yeah, I was very bummed at that. Um, I liked the comedy in it, the little one-up jokes that there was throughout. Um, Gilgamesh was a really cool character. I, I liked, liked him. him a lot too. I liked
1: his abilities. That's a, that's yeah. A his abilities.
0: And that was a th- I think they they did a really good spin on these abilities that we've seen before. Yeah. Right. Speedster. I mean, you kind of can't like they're just fast. But mm-hmm. Thena's ability to it's have like manifest different yeah. weapons. Fastos with technology and he can create things out of nothing. I thought that was a super cool way to do that um cersei's thing with turning matter into water and then back again uh i don't know uh even icarus his whole like superman deal like he wasn't you never got the sense of like he was like yeah he like looked like superman and and did things but you could tell he was different because the way they portrayed his abilities it was very different yeah um
1: Chloe Zhao said she was inspired by Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, like, because of the Mm -hmm. The flying was very, it was the same. I felt like I was watching Harry Campbell. Yep.
0: The flying was great. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was just, I thought it was very good ensemble movie. Like, it wasn't like, like Guardians of the Galaxy where it was these four individuals and they all had their own thing. They came together and they created their own team. This one is like they were born and bred to be a team and it very much comes off like that. Oh yeah, it's that
1: that was that uh, action-wise like visually you can see that. Like they were and not to get into the spoiler territory, but they don't know each other in the beginning of yeah. when they come 5000 years ago, they're just like they just work as a team and they were yeah, they just wake
0: up and they're a team. Yeah. And I think you know I like that part. I like how they kind of Show up in ancient civilization and they're doing their thing throughout time. I enjoy that. Um, oh, even this guy, the what's his name? The Indian guy,
1: yes, him. I, I'm and that's some that's he's probably one thing that upset me, ups, made me upset a little bit. His character was great, I liked him throughout.
0: Such a good character. His,
1: his decision at the end was like, and then he, he just disappeared. I'm like, wh- why? Like I get yeah. it, and I and I get it, and it's supposed to show the fact the two factions in the sense, and I get it.
0: Mm-hmm. The I just guy, wish I saw more of him.
1: Yeah, like that. Yeah, and then his abilities were I felt like we only saw the tip of the ass with his, with his abilities because when he whenever he shot, it, it was never it was never fatal. When it seemed like it never fatal in the, in the present day.
0: But well, we got I, that yeah. one. We got that one clip of the him charging up the the Kamehameha, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I was Literally. like. I was like, bro, he's about to go off. And it was just like, it was, it was cool. But I, I really liked it. I thought, you know, I liked the little love story. I'm super happy that Fastos is like, he, you know, he's the first gay uh, superhero that Marvel has. And well, the MCU has. And it's very much normalized. I enjoyed how they portrayed it. I think it was a great way to do it. Um he was also like one of my favorite characters in there. Just not only his abilities, but the little humor he gave to things, his backstory was really nice. Um, He was the human element, which was really cool, especially for his character development. He had a lot of issues with humans and how they acted. And then at the end, you kind of figure out he is the most human of them all. Yeah. So I enjoyed his character arc a lot. Um, To me, all in all, I probably would have gave that movie, like, a 7.5. I,
1: I can agree with that. Like, I, you, I can agree with your decision in making that. For <laughs> me, like, I just, I don't know. It, maybe you can say I had an expectation. I would try to go mm-hmm. into this movie with no expectation because I'm like, I man, that's another thing. Separating Nerd from me going as a film goer, yeah. I didn't know anything about Eternals. The only thing I knew about it was Celestials, And then... Yeah. A little bit about the Black Knight because I did my research on it, barely. But, um, and then to kind of fast forward to the ending with the the credits that scenes, Harry Styles, I was like, I, I and then I like that they connected it with Thanos, but I was like,
0: so that end credit scene. I have a problem with Tell so me. i enjoyed pip coming in and being the drunk little elf guy that
1: was a, that was a, who was that? that was seth no it's it was, i thought it was seth. no seth rogan oh the voice actor no it's pat oswald thank you i knew it yeah i was it, it bothered me. i didn't know who it was yeah. as you.
0: soon as he came out i was like oh so i've seen pip and other like marvel things uh very rarely i remember like in the deep annals of the Justin memory. I, I remember him in, in little things of like the Eternals, but I enjoy his, his little representation there and the portrayal. I thought it was super funny. Uh, Harry styles. I, I didn't even know he was in it. And then, uh, my friend who I went to the movie theaters reminded me and told me about it. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And when I saw him come out, I thought he fit the role very well mm. as like another eternal. I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, it opens up the possibilities, like for sequels. You know, there's other Eternal teams. There's the whole question of like, how did he, uh, jump timelines or jump universes? I mean, um, where he got the ball from, the one that Ajax had and now Cersei had. So you know, there's a couple of like cool little tidbits, uh, questions that they need to answer. Yeah. The thing I have the problem with is I do not like that they how they introduced him. Mm-hmm. So when Pip kind of goes in and tells, like, says all the titles of Harry Styles' character, and then it's like, "Brother of Thanos" and all these other things, I was like, oh. I was "Like, why would you do that?"
1: Yeah. So it gets into that territory.
0: So this movie did such a good, um, good job at making it a separate entity. You know, they do touch on Thanos, and they touched on why they didn't interfere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really quick. They even did it in the trailer. they were like, you know, we weren't supposed to,
1: unless it was a. Deal.
0: They, <laughs> They explain it away really quickly and in a way that makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, literally that one line, brother of Thanos, when he says that, introducing this character, it's like, and this is, I was with my friend when we went to go see it. And he was like, oh, do you think that, you know, now Thanos kind of knew about this? Like, he knew about the Eternals. He knew about the Celestials. And maybe he was, you know, cutting down populations to keep the Celestials from coming. And I was like, you know what? One, no. Two, I hate that they did that because now it presents questions that are going to alter things that already happened. I don't mind that thing of like maybe Harry Styles' character was kind of in cahoots with Thanos and making him do these things, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep the Celestials. But I don't like – because now we're getting into comic book territory where you read another issue and it goes in – and explain something that already happened that didn't need an explanation. We got Thanos' origin. We had his little thing of, like, you know, he he wants everything to be balanced because of what he grew up seeing. Like, fine. Like, that's enough. I don't want too much convoluted explaining getting in the way of story. Mm-hmm. I think they would have done way better not even saying Thanos.
1: Yeah. So that, It makes me think, too. Like, I remember seeing... Or I know, like in the comic books, and I don't know if they did away with this continuity that he is some sort of descendant of a deviant uh, mm. Thanos, and it's like then you think of uh, uh, Harry Starrow's character. It's like okay, that makes sense to me as a person who reads that is into this stuff. But I agree with you because it was just like, why would you th- put that line in there? Now it just seems like there's a higher being than Thanos because then Thanos was the big bad. And now it just diminished.
0: Yeah, now it's like it's basically belittling the thing that already happened yeah. and it shouldn't be doing that. We should be seeing, like, yes, we know that there's higher beings than Thanos, right? Yeah. But we want to be seeing them in their own, uh, like story or whatever, like the celestials, right? Very clearly the celestials are billions and trillions of years old. They're the yeah. things that create all the life and all that. Yeah. Very clearly they're a bigger deal than Thanos. So that alone should have just been fine. hmm you know, we don't oh, need to, know do. to be like, how does Thanos fit in with the Celestials? Like, we're getting too in the weeds of trying to make sure everything is canon. Yeah. So, I really hope that the whole brother Thanos thing—it's kind of like washed Ex-plex. away almost.
1: Yeah. Or just and saying they're like, like they're just comrades at one point.
0: Yeah, and that's what I said to to my friend. So I was like, I I hope that they're using it in the sense of like brothers as like brothers in arms, like they're friends. Like, they knew each other, whatever, however bajillion years ago where they met. Like, I just want that. I don't want it to be where it's, like, they're intertwined and, like, the plan was with something else. Like, no, I don't want that. And I think that that was a really –
1: And it could – It does point in that direction too because, like, if you see Harry Styles traveling and he's, like, trying to stop the Celestials because of overpopulation, it does tie to that. Like, oh, we planned this and it's – it's I like I want that. Yeah.
0: It feels weird. It feels like they are trying to explain something that doesn't need to be explained.
1: Like we already did the Infinity Saga. Just keep expanding. Yeah. Don't yeah. come back to it.
0: Exactly. Let it be. We did it. Skywalker Saga happened. Let's do something else. That's how I feel about it in Star Wars terms. Right? Like let's leave this family alone and let's keep doing other stuff. You know?
1: Yeah, bad facts.
0: So uh, I'm. Yeah, so I wasn't genuinely upset. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, was like, I was so because you know what? He came in, I heard Pat Oswald's voice, and I saw the little drunk elf, and he's like doing the thing, and I was like, Oh, this is so cool. And then he introduces Harry Styles, and I was like, Oh, you know what? He fits the role really well. And then he said, Brother Athanos, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, Don't do that. So, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping for the best here. Um, yeah. but the one credit scene i had no issue with
1: so when it comes was the end yeah so like when it comes to the black knight finally because that that hyped me up a lot at the end um Mm -hmm. okay they're setting up i'm like is he gonna get his own show like i was thinking is he gonna get his own show or a a movie because now um do you know about the black knight to a certain degree all right. So long story so, minuscule. Yeah. So like long story short, like I thought from when they were setting up the Eternals, I thought he was a, a an, an the Yeah, me too. But um, when I from my research in recent times, he's he's teamed up with Eternals and he's teamed up with Avengers. Um, just to give a little flashback, the sword that he uses is something that's passed down. Um, his uncle they don't mention this in the Eternals, movie, but his uncle had the uh, sword and he was a bad guy. He was the Black Knight, but he was a villain. And then Kit Harriton's, character, uh, Kit Harriton's character picks up Dane Whitman. That's his name. Dane Whitman takes the sword and becomes a new Black Knight, but as a hero. Now, in the comics, him and Cersei dated, but Cersei breaks up with him. And that makes Dane depressed. So basically, the more sad and depressed you are, the sh- it's kind of like the opposite of Thor's hammer. The sad and depressed you are, the stronger sword. Mm-hmm. Um, But obviously, in this version, spoilers again... Cersei's taken which obviously will kind will make him sad but I don't know if they're gonna go with that aspect I don't know what they're gonna do or what 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 the what the sword's ability is gonna be in the MCU it seems like it's gonna be life draining to a certain degree because every time you use draw blood with that sword it makes you more insane and brings you closer to madness so Mm. it seems very Moon Knight like from what we saw in the trailer so I'm like that's that's from the comics. I don't know what they're doing with it. Their-
0: I hope they do that. I wouldn't mind seeing him kind of do like the fall of a hero. Yeah, I, I would like that. Or
1: like the fallen struggle, of, stru- rise, struggling to rise type thing. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what we're here for. The we're not hero here. End. And I didn't know until I saw it later. But if you want to introduce, so that guy,
0: as we were saying, Black Knight, Kit Harrington At the end of the movie, he goes. You know. He hints that he has a weird family lineage, right? In the movie and then we find out he has the sword. We know he's the Black Knight and you know he's in the credits of the Black Knight, but anyway. Lo and behold, he goes to pick up the sword and he's kind of scared. You see him kind of like trying to psych himself up. So he'll pick it up and obviously become Black Knight. So as he's near the sword
1: hearing from voice. the shadows, hearing from voice. the shadows. Hearing. What? He's hearing voices too. That's Oh yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He is hearing voices like from the like emanating from the sword almost, um, but from the shadows, we hear a voice. We hear a voice, and he just confidently says, "Are you sure you're ready for that?" And then, boom! Done. Movie's over. Credits roll. So, me. First initial See,
1: reaction, yes.
0: First initial reaction, I thought it was Nick Fury, hmm. and I was hyped.
1: It's funny you say that because I was like, "That's a black man voice," but I'm like, "That's not." I didn't, I didn't know who it was. I just said, like, "Who's the black man?" I,
0: I thought it was Nick Fury, and I was hyped. I was like, "Oh snap, they doing it again." So it was one of those like, okay, it reminisces back to to Iron Man, where like he you know, he comes in for the first time. He's like, "Hey, I'm setting up the Avengers Initiative." So this time around. Kind of setting up a team for sword, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." Later on, uh my friend that I went to go see the movie with, he hits me up and he's like, "It was." Can I say it? Is it okay?
1: Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. No, Why I, ask me, you ask like,
0: He was like, "It was Blade,", Blade. and I was like, <laughs> "And I died and then resurrected."
1: I I was like, "Okay, dope. That's a nice little his first introduction." You know that they never shot it and they just implemented that at the well, like, yeah. I was like, oh, they should have shot this. Like, was this last minute? It seems so last minute. But my my thing is I don't know so much about Blade's history. Like, how does he know Black He's just cool. Yeah, like I just know Wesley Snipes and him killing vampires. And then Morbius just uh, not sucking blood but sucking plasmas from the cartoon. But um, you know, because for kids. But that's just a dope way to introduce it. Because I think it just reminds me of the Marvel Knights. I'm thinking, are they going to... That Marvel Knights. Like, it's going to be its own thing.
0: That's um, exactly what I'm thinking too,
1: Jay. Um, Nabbit,
0: And you know who else is in the Marvel Knights?
1: Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. You know, I...
0: And Wolverine and Spider-Man at some point. But when I'm... Hyped about Ghost Rider.
1: Ghost Rider, they already got the rights back a long time ago. I'm, like, wondering how, like, they can play that up. But, um, oh, speaking of Blade, like, I would like to just see a show with him. I don't, like, they did the movies. I would like to see a show. I'd like to see more. Because you know how, like, Marshall was great in Luke, but I want to see more. I want to see his face. I want to see his visage with that nice black, pitch black glasses. you out of your I-
0: mind. You out of your mind? Do you think Blade deserves
1: a show? I hey, think he I didn't deserves finish. a movie. How dare you? Have both. He can. He could be the one that hops in because look, I was thinking if they do Black Knight, if he doesn't do a movie and he does a show, but he could be the one that jumps between the. I don't know if they call it the Marvel Knights. Why not? Um, but Blade is supposed to get his own uh thing, and I believe it's confirmed it's a movie. Yeah, but I would like to see a show with him. Maybe See,
0: time. I would be more receptive to a Black Knight show, and Blade showing up every so often, maybe to help train him with the sword. And if it if it goes until Marvel Knights, I think would be fantastic. Give me Ghost Rider back, please.
1: I wonder, but yeah. that's my thing. And this, com- thing, this comes in continuity with uh Shield because the original Ghost Rider shows up. And passes on the torch to uh, that new Ghost Rider, but that other Ghost Rider, I forget. I think he like died or something. So it may have just gone. Johnny Blaze may just come back.
0: I mean, it could just be Johnny Blaze. Like, it, I mean, I I have no problem if it was the new guy too. Um, I, what's would, I would, I uh,
1: would, I forget his name, but he because then you would just see he that, that old, car, right? muscle car and everything. But yeah, I would love the. I would love Johnny. I wonder if Johnny Blaze didn't pass the torch, he probably just revived him and kept because him. you
0: got to remember. Um, I and mean, this is the movie, um, but I, I know this is oh, a Nick thing Cage. too. Um, yeah, this is a Nick Cage movie, but I know in the comic books too, sometimes there's more than one ghostwriter at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, so sure it could be okay. Them,
0: yeah, revive them. it could be a thing where like he doesn't give it because he has to give it back. That's the whole thing. It's like a contract, so he needs to give it back to Mephisto. So if he doesn't give the power back, he can, he always has to be on the run, but he can keep it. And Mephisto can anoint a new ghostwriter. Yeah. So,
1: but we'll see. But that was a, that was dope. And then Chloe Zhao also confirmed, like, yeah, it's, it's Blade. And I was like, that's dope. Like, it's it's a thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't know it was Blade. I had no clue that it was. I mean, I'm happy that it was. I think that's a great way to, to start nudging him in. Um, I'm excited. And Wesley Snipes went on record saying that he thinks uh, this guy's going to do a great job.
1: Yeah, how like do you pronounce Blade? the name?
0: Mahershala Ma- Ali. Mahershala Ali. So Mahershala is going to do a great job. So,
1: yeah, I'm was, excited for it. It was in that movie, um, Alita, yeah. Alita, and he had that black suit, dark. Mm-hmm. Line. I was like, that's Blade.
0: Yep, that's. He has Blade. it. He has it. Like he can do it, and I'm just ready for it. They haven't. What kills me is like they haven't even shown like a picture or anything.
1: I think they're still like working behind the scenes like before production. yeah but
0: it's been forever they made the announcement at the 10-year mark the the mcu 10-year anniversary yeah
1: it's, it's been a minute um yeah 2018 yeah it's been a minute
0: yeah dude they haven't shown anything they revealed at the 10-year mark they revealed the logo on the hat and they showed the the title screen or the title card and then and they, they introduced Ali. yeah so upsetting
1: yeah, but I'm like, he exists. They didn't forget about it.
0: Very true. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. That was episode seven of the Average Jays podcast. This is Jay,
1: Justin Ruiz. And this is Jay, Jaramir Francois.
0: So we will catch you on the next one, guys. Love you. Be good. See you on Flippy
1: Flip.